Okay, we are here in uh, sunny, beautiful, wonderful California, Southern California. We are on the beach. Cape Cod. Man, <laughs> always with this. <laughs> We're on the beach, Manhattan Beach. It's beautiful. There is volleyball going on. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Badminton. We, <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> We have a directional mic, so and we're kind of faced away from the ocean, so you probably can't hear it. But if you listen really closely, there might be... I'm going to add it That's in That's a post. toilet flushing. I'm ad- <laughs> you ruin all my intros. <laughs> Every single one. So this, this episode, we are talking about the Joy Luck Club. We had a viewer actually write in um, and ask for us to discuss this movie. So um, we are talking about the Joy Luck Club. It turns out that neither one of us has seen it. <laughs> We have not seen a single. Let's just assume what it's about. Solitary bo- moment of this movie is called the joy scene. Local. Was my favorite. The laundry scene was a great one. Yeah, <laughs> where they found the scratch ticket and they want a bunch of money. Yeah, the laundry in scene the laundromat. <laughs> where they find the scratch ticket. But that's the thing because it's not their dinner jacket yeah. where they find the ticket. Um, so they have this quandary about whether they can morally take the ticket and cash it in. For $1.7 billion, which is how many Asian people are in the world, ironically. 1.7? <laughs> is that not right? No, India is an Asian country too, technically. England? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. India. Oh, I don't know it's if that counts. It's a subcontinent. All right, but so. Asian. Oh, that'd be a couple Russia billion right Asian, there. Technically. They're on the other side of the mountains. May, what are we talking about right now? How many Asians do you Joy- think there are? They're <laughs> in the Joy Luck Club. So Very the club. Joy Luck Club, they were lucky in finding this ticket. But like I said, they have this moral quandary. They don't know whether they should cash it in or not and make $2.5 billion, which is enough to give every Asian Close person enough. $1. No, that- not <laughs> probably still not. I'm going to guess because what is there? There's almost 8 billion people on the planet by now. Yeah, probably. I'd say like the rest of the planet probably has like. Three billion of them, and they're like over five, five feet. I don't know about that. Definitely <laughs> no, no, not. Okay, only Yao. <laughs> no, Which we like, haven't confirmed whether he's just multiple stacked on one another. There's like four to five billion that you could probably count as Asian if you count the whole continent. Okay, well we saw the movie. We know that they find a Wait, ticket. We saw the movie. <laughs> they find a ticket for a lottery ticket that gives them five billion dollars. And they think that that's going to be enough to give every Asian person a dollar. So that's the reason that they want to cash the money. That's a year's wages in some of their countries. Exactly. So, um, and it'll keep them from having to make more iPhones and jump off of roofs and that kind of thing. It's not a, is it a roof? It's a roofs, not roofs. I added a V. It's a ceiling. That was stupid of me. (laughs) <laughs> you can't jump off the ceiling Asian unless stand. you're Spider-Man. So the Man Spider episode of the animated <laughs> Spider-Man series, we were talking about how if we could apply that to the new Spider-Man, there would have been three Man Spiders, and those are almost undefeatable. So in the Joy almost. Luck, <laughs> almost in the Joy Luck Club, um, I don't know how we work spiders into this. I was talking about jumping off the ceiling. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> so because we don't have to make iPhones anymore. <laughs> okay, but so what else happens in the Joy Luck Club? Um, they have the sandwiches that are cut in fourths. What is that a major plot point? What's yeah, it's why? part of the title, Club Sandwich. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we have to work joy into it somehow. Are they happy about the sandwiches? 
No. <laughs> no <of course> not. <laughs> All right, what part makes them happy then? No, it's not that they're happy. It's Anya Taylor Joy is in there, and all of them live between her eyes. <laughs> Who the hell is that? She's the girl from Last Night in Soho with the really far apart eyes, or the Queen's Gambit. Last Night in Soho. Oh, is she the main person in Queen's Gambit? Yeah. Oh, she does have far apart eyes. Yeah. Further so than Britney Spears. Her name's Joy, and all the Asian people can fit in between her eyes. Yep. And she pays Just one them. At a time, though. <laughs> that becomes her fiefdom because she won the lottery. That's how the movie ends is that they give her the lottery ticket so then she can pay every Asian a dollar to walk between your eyes. <laughs> that's. I feel like this is incorrect, maybe. <laughs> I feel like that's not the plot. All right. <laughs> I can't be sure, though. So, so the joy <laughs> There's luck literally club. no way to find out. Is there. <laughs> Alright, I feel like... We can't even look up a synopsis. Let's let's really... Um, let's put our heads together and think about this. It's probably going to be a feel-good female movie where there's a group of females. There's going to be one Asian at least. And they just like hang out and do happy things together. I'd imagine there's going to be some sort of like trials or tribulations that they have to go through that makes them stronger together by oh. the time they get to the end. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, that feels right. That feels right. Yep. And then okay. I, I think one of them is going to end up in that happily ever after. And then they try and film it like all the other people are equally happy watching their friend be happy. But we all know that's not true. That doesn't sound joyful. <laughs> that sounds kind of, uh, kind of depressing. But um, okay. Yeah. So we nailed that one. Nice. Excellent acting. Um, wonderful performances. Feel good movie of the year. Well, Weird whatever year it came out. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman was not a good choice to add to the movie, but, you know, he was... Especially as a coroner. <laughs> he was cast to type, you know? It's just, yeah. it was just because he's the only one that could lift all the caskets. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> from the Rambo scene. <laughs> okay, so the, aside from the Dennis Rodman part, which added some spice to it, but otherwise I give it um, 14 ears of corn out of 12. 14 out of 12, that's yeah. pretty backwards. What's your score? <laughs> oh, my score. Of the Joy Luck Club. I'm going to give it like 12 high fives. 12 high fives. Yep. All right. And again, these are like Michelin stars, so they just get <laughs> yeah. they just get these not out of anything. They got to okay. share them. Like, I got to do like two hands at a time for their high fives, or else some people are going to get left out. All right. That makes sense. Wait, what is it? Was it an odd or an even number? The Joy Luck Club people? Was How it? many high fives? Oh, 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So that's the JLC. We all know the JLC. We all are fond of it. Moving on to Vicky Cristina Barcelona. This was a movie directed, written, and directed by Woody Allen. Um, this is a few years ago, actually, and starring. This is before he got canceled. Javier Bardem. Uh, call it, it Frendo. Call it Frendo. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's from that movie. Javier that. Bardem. Uh,. <laughs> Penelope Cruz, Scarlett Johansson. Abre los ojos. Abre los ojos. Yeah, uh, it's got her in there. Uh, it's got Tom Cruise, who is, of course, married to Penelope Cruz. Mm -hmm. And they wake up one day, all four of them in a bed, and realize that New York has been emptied. And they don't know why. So they're driving in Times Square, and there's nobody I around. like a Mustang or something. It's like not a, a green Mustang. one. No, it's like a it's like a Ferrari, but a really old Ferrari, blue. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Javier Bardem is driving. Scarlett Johansson because he's the only one with his license. Why the other one's got DUIs? 
All three of them? Yeah, it was the same night. They were street racing and Fast and the Furious and got caught. Oh my gosh, so we're going to have to factor in Vin Diesel and... Who's the other one? No, Vin Diesel wasn't born yet. This is like way long time ago. Oh, this is a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So it just had Paul Walker then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Paul Walker and Penelope Cruz and Scarlett Johansson, Tom Cruise and Vin Diesel. No. And Javier Bardem. Mm-hmm. They are all chasing um, Thanos. Obviously. Right? Yeah. Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Josh Hartnett so so they're all. All of them are chasing Josh Hartnett. But the thing is about the movie is that they're not sure what's real and what's not because of the, the reality stone. Mm-hmm. So they don't know if they're in a dream or it's reality. It was directed by Cameron Crowe. It's actually a really well-structured and interesting movie. So then one of them wakes up and they see themselves in the mirror and they have a, a horrible disfigurement the on their face. Mirror. In the rearview mirror because <laughs> they were drunk driving and they were asleep yeah, at the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> I'm driving. Hey, look at my face. <laughs> so, so Scarlett Johansson wakes up, sees herself in the rearview mirror. She's disfigured. She has to go fight Thanos, though. Yeah. So she just realized, though, that the disfigurement was actually that she was Javier Bardem the whole time. Javier Bardem is handsome. <laughs> yeah. How does that work? Well, he was like in an odd like position. So, oh, odd that's position. That's what he meant by disfigurement. disfigured. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. So yeah, so that's I think it's actually got um some incredible performances. Penelope mm-hmm. Cruz is fantastic so in this movie. Which one's Vicky? Vicky is Tom. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Christina is Natalie Portman. And then Barcelona <laughs> <laughs> in this too. Barcelona on, is baby. actually New York. Oh, so okay. Uh, so that's yeah. Um, no wonder they're lost. Fantastic movie. <laughs> it's like this is the wrong comment. <laughs> it's got great performances. Um, it's funny. It's heartwarming. It's interesting. You know, a lot of a lot of good stuff in this movie. So that was Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you give it? I give it like five burritos. Five. That's, that's fair. Shockingly racist. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna give it. I'm going to give it, you know, probably like three and a half squirrels out of... Um... You can't own a squirrel. Nope. <laughs> what does that have to do? So you can't give them squirrels because you never owned them in the first place. I don't think that was a criteria for my scoring. <laughs> scoring criteria. I don't think that was. Squirrel Did we establish statues. that? No, I'm not Squir- giving squirrel statues. I'm giving them real squirrels. Squirrels are free. I don't want to hear this right now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What about chipmunks? Are those free too? No. God no. Okay. So three and a half chipmunks out of 3.7 chipmunks. So I hope that you're dividing all of the chipmunks and giving them to them as parts (laughs) instead of three whole chipmunks. No, it's three whole and then one tail because the tail makes up a a large portion of a chipmunk. Probably like half. Yeah. Run that. So that's, uh, yeah, uh, highly recommend, highly recommend that movie. Where we, oh, damn it. <laughs> we got to pat it. Catwoman. Catwoman. Okay, so Catwoman. Who's that starring? Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Yep. Yeah, Halle Berry. It's got Willem Dafoe. As a cat. Charles. <laughs> it's funny about that. You can totally see it. <laughs> Like it would totally work. So, <laughs> He's such a deep voice. <laughs> Meow. 
Yeah, so Willem Dafoe as the cat, and then who else? Is it Christopher Walken in that one? Yeah, probably. All right, Christopher Walken, oh. Michael Keaton. Well, I think this is in the same universe as Ben Affleck's um, uh, Daredevil. Oh! So then that means that Colin Farrell would be Bullseye in it. So Colin Farrell's Bullseye, yeah. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, which was really brave of them to use an actual bull for Bullseye, because Colin Farrell's obviously a bull. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> so Colin Farrell, the bull... <laughs> That's bullseye. And then we, and then does he, what does Catwoman have to do? Does she fight the bull? No, she plays basketball. (laughs) To save the town center, the rec center. Yeah. (laughs) You have to play a tournament against the bull that is Colin Farrell and the cat that is Willem Dafoe. No, that sounds good. Yeah. uh, I mean, I just saw that with you. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was a, that was an interesting choice. Um, I'm going to have to say that I liked Willem Dafoe as the cat. Uh, Colin Farrell, I thought, keeping the accent as the bull, I thought that kind of took away... Chicago bull. Because they're... Yeah, it was from <laughs> Chicago, exactly. So so he was a Chicago bull uh, playing against Catwoman in this tournament, and it just didn't make sense that he would have that, that deep Irish accent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like that took away from it. But Halle Berry was excellent. The Globetrotters, uh, I thought they were kind of lacking... In their performance, yeah, I mean, like they're just doing tricks the whole time. Yeah, tricks when they're like card tricks. So, <laughs> <laughs> what? So when the Globetrotters were doing the card tricks, where they're supposed to be playing basketball, mm-hmm. yeah, it just didn't make sense, and that's why they were replaced. Yeah, uh, by the Miami Heat. Was it the Miami Heat or was it the Toon Squad? <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> Led by Dwayne Wade. No, you're missing... Okay, so it was first round was Miami Heat, second round was Toon Squad, because the Toon Squad beat the Miami Heat. So then, that's when they went up against the uh, uh, Catwoman's team. <laughs> Catwoman and Will Defoe <laughs> playing basketball. And I thought it was an interesting choice, instead of having, you know, using CG or anything for Will Defoe, mm-hmm. I thought it was an interesting choice to just put him in a cat suit. <laughs> To have him play basketball. I did find it kind of weird that he kept showing the butthole <laughs> on camera. Like, obviously on purpose as often as he could. He was a dedicated actor in that role. It yeah. was literally right before Antichrist. So I feel like he was trying to like tie those roles together. Same universe. Yep. Uh, so that was... Uh, it was it was overall, though, I thought it was momentous at yeah. the end. It well, was something interesting. Especially the, like the soundtrack part. When they had the Manchester Orchestra covering Ted Nugent. Did they? Yes. <laughs> okay. But it so. wasn't the song you were thinking of. It was Cat Scratch Fever. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it, it kind of detracted from, because it was, you know, obviously it was just early, during the earlier games. Yeah. Uh, so I felt like it detracted from those, like kind of the, the drama of those moments. Yeah. Um, but I thought that when they played the the Wicked soundtrack for the final game, I thought that really brought out the, the true intrigue. But and they only played the songs that weren't actually in the play. They were playing all of their cut songs, which we all know because we're all huge Wicked fans. Yeah, no. So yeah, all the cut songs, like, uh, like oh, what was the one? Uh, Kiss the Girl, like uh, Under the Sea. Through the fire and flames. Through the fire and flames, yeah. So all those ones that were cut from Wicked and ended up in other properties, those, yeah, they made sense for that role, what they were trying to do, you know, in that moment. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Catwoman, Halle Berry. Who else? 
So we had uh, the Billy bull. Bob Thornton was in there. There was no Billy Bob <laughs> Thornton. <laughs> just can we? Just... No, I mean he was in there with like Halle Berry. That's what I meant. That's what he was in, not in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Monsters Ball. That's He's not a monster. No, he wasn't. The monsters were the ones that the tunes beat in the second round yeah, to get to the stars. You got to pronounce yeah, the it monsters. Right or else it's so that was, and then Lady Gaga shows up, obviously, at the end, because mm-hmm. she's the coach of the Monstars. And There's nobody else willing to coach them. Greg Popovich quit. It would it would have made no sense to have anybody else after Greg Popovich left uh, to take the do the dancing. But, so, uh, yeah. and But it was a terrible movie. It was really bad. Yeah, yeah. It was one obviously. of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't even know if I've seen it, but I know it was that bad. <laughs> it was really bad. It, it, it was probably bad enough for me to forget, like, any Disney sequel. To Catwoman? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm just referencing I that I forgot Disney. all Disney sequels. Oh, right. Okay. But yeah, so I'm going to give Catwoman, I think I'm going to give it four dog treats out of 275 dog treats. And they're so, not going to like any of those. So so what do you give Catwoman? Uh, I'm going to give them a tire pressure monitor. A tire pressure monitor. Okay, just one though. Yeah, I mean, they could sure. All right, that makes sense. Okay, so... We've done at least we've done three movies, right? (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's pick a TV show. What's all right? What TV show do you uh, did we recently watch together in anticipation of this review? Which one? One that we definitely watched. Friends. Friends. Okay. (laughs) So, so friends. I've seen a bunch of it recently, probably. All right. Yeah. Definitely uh, not lying. Okay, so who's your favorite character on Friends? Bane. <laughs> All right, I like Joey, but uh, um, so I think <laughs> I think they have a nice dynamic. So the thing is, I don't believe that Rachel and Chandler would ever get together. I just don't believe it. Mm-hmm. I think that that is uh, kind of a, a manufactured you know, relational thing that they tried to establish for the show. And I just don't, I don't buy were it. Were they brother and sister in that or something? <laughs> they were definitely brother and sister, Rachel and Chandler. <laughs> and so, um, then you have, who's the only one? Phoebe. Felix. Felix. So you have Felix, who is the blonde. Yep. And she hooked up with Bane. Yep. <laughs> and, but I don't remember, who's the other guy? There's another guy. He was- There's Chandler, Joey, and... Tony. Is <laughs> it Tony? No. no. Oh, what is it? Who is the guy? Chandler Joey and... Now I only remember him from the war show, Band of Brothers. <laughs> and Toby Maguire. Yeah. So I thought she was him, Zorro. <laughs> so Antonio Banderas. <laughs> That's where you're getting the Tony from. Antonio Banderas. Okay. So it's, uh, there was definitely a third guy in this show. It was Zorro. (laughs) It was, uh, Gabe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it could be Gabe. uh, Okay, but we know which one he is. We know what he looks like. Do you remember the actor's name? Remember the actor's name? David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. Yep. (laughs) Yes, David Schwimmer. And his character's name, therefore, would be? Zorro. Goro from Mortal Kombat. Alright. Um. <laughs> I just picture 
Goro show. And in an episode where whoever Felix is is singing the song at their favorite coffee shop, but singing it about Willem Dafoe and Catwoman. That's like smelly cats. Oh, and then Goro walks in. It's like, Rachel. We need to talk about our son. He's like, who's this? He's only got two arms. And then Bane looks nervous in the background. Oh, that would be amazing. God, that's a good show. What a good show. That one is is up there. The twist ending is that the baby will be black. Oh. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, when they introduced Goro, it was controversial (laughs) in the later seasons, but I thought that really picked it up, because Goro is from another dimension. So he has different cultural um, ideas and things that he brings to the show. Like he just fights everything. Like he just fights everything. (laughs) Like, what what he tore Phoebe in half? (laughs) I thought it was... Joey Cage was so pissed off he punched him in the nuts. Oh, okay. So yeah, killing Phoebe that way. I just I thought it was a really really bold choice. Um, but it seemed to work with the thematics of the show. You know, obviously it's about friendship. Yeah, of course. At the end of the day. And he was doing that because uh, Phoebe was trying to eat their baby. (laughs) (laughs) So now you've got... So Goro and Rachel, uh, they finally end up together, you know, at that wedding scene, you know, later in the season. <laughs> yep. Um, where Goro breaks in and says, no, Rachel, marry me. And um, I thought that was the perfect cap to, to a beautiful show. And it's wonderfully acted. It's got that one lady who hooked up with Kevin Spacey that one time. Oh, I can think of his axle from Twisted Metal. <laughs> no, who's the one? Oh my god, she's the dark-haired one, and she's pretty. Annette Benning. Annette Benning, yeah. So when Annette Benning, because um, she was with Chandler at some point, but in real life she was with that one guy, David Duchovny. Yep. And they had a really great relationship until recently when they divorced. But it was nice to see that. So overall, uh, I give Friends uh, 32 out of uh, 40. I think just generic <laughs> <laughs> 32 out of 40. What do you give friends? Like 200 Apple Watches. Uh, 200 Apple Watches. That is your highest score yet for yeah. anything that we've talked about. So the, the problem, though, is that it's a little bit disingenuous because that's too many for all the risks, even including Goro. So they're just going to what do I do with all these Apple Watches? But what if it was... to fight over them. If they're all actually Goro's kids, though, would oh, yeah. that make up for it? Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, so so it's a good show. It's a good show overall. Silly six minutes. <laughs> Silly six minutes. <laughs> Damn it. 
Sh- uh, so beachgoers. Beach- <laughs> I was going to shout to the beachgoers to get a... Oh, beachgoers. Beachgoers. What's another thing to talk about? Not Harry Potter. No, not a movie. Wait, that is a movie, isn't it? Venice something? Well, there's uh, The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. The one with the diamond. Blood diamond. Oh, Mini Coopers. The one with Mark Wahlberg. Italian job. Italian job, yes. That was a remake. So? (laughs) What does that matter? Nothing. The original Italians did it better. Did you watch the original? No. Okay, so the Italian job. So the original, uh, I'm going to give it Big ZD out of other Big ZD. But out of Karen's Big Z. I was going to say. Got to have it be Karen's. <laughs> so yeah, Big Z out of Karen's Big Z. Um, but, okay, what do you give the original? The original one? Yeah. Uh, just meatballs or something. Uh, meatballs. <laughs> uh, so now the remake. That one has Mark Wahlberg. It's got Edward Norton. It's got Charlize Theron. It's got Jason Statham. It's got Jason Statham? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is an all-star cast for a wonderful action experience. It's an adventure. It's got Mini Coopers, there's a bunch of driving, there are heists, there's crossing and double crossing um, because they're being attacked by vampires, so they have to use it to ward them off. And, and there's a big Hawaiian that says not to mess with mother friggin' Ukrainians. There's... <laughs> I don't remember Watch that it. part. <laughs> there's a big Hawaiian in it. Uh, so that's... Uh, there are a lot of good things about the movie. Um, what do you think... What do you think was kind of detracting, if there was anything, you know, maybe it was perfect, from the overall experience of the Italian job? That Edward Norton didn't win. Didn't win in the end? Yeah. Or win the Academy Award? He should have won in the end and the Academy Award. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that. Although he he had a big TV in that movie. I feel yeah, like... It feels like a win. I feel like no matter what else happens, if you have a big TV, then things are going well for you. Is yeah, what, yeah, what obviously. Yeah, so um, so Ed Norton, proud of him. He did a good job. He was the Hulk. Makes it even more impressive that Mark Wahlberg beat him. I don't know that he beat him, though. Come on, let's be honest. His boogie nights. I mean, Mark Wahlberg, I think... I think Mark Wahlberg, because he was the Hulk in the, the Avengers, right? So Yep, that's the be- mark. Yeah, because so, so since he did that, I think he just... He put him to sleep from working at Lacuna... Remember? Because mm-hmm. it was. That's who it was. It was Edward Norton in the bed um, when they put him to sleep and stripped his memories. That's yep. how they cured him of Hulkness. Yep. And then Mark Wahlberg became the new Hulk in The Avengers. That makes sense. That's... And that's how he won in Italian Job. Was becoming the new Hulk. Becoming the new Hulk, <laughs> yeah. So, really quickly, we need to, because we're friends with Mark Wahlberg, we need to make sure that we do our shout out. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hit her. I did not. Uh, yeah, hi, Mark. <laughs> but, so, yeah, our shout out. Yeah, so, you know, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, uh, the only real downside, though, is like that I thought that was very inconsistent is yeah. that New Hulk used petroleum in this movie, which makes him a murderer. Comment. <laughs> I, I didn't want to get into politics in <laughs> this, so I wanted to leave those out. Um, but New Hulk, yeah, uh, I think he did. He should have been riding a bike in the whole movie. He used petroleum in the Italian job. He used petroleum. He did. So there were a lot of sequences where he was on foot. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were other sequences where he was driving the Italian job. 
Is that what the car is called? Yep. No, it's called a Fiat, right? Yep. Or something? Yep. All Italian right. job Fiat. So he drove the Italian job Fiat, and even though he didn't really fit, you know, it was like a clown car or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was burning petroleum, and you can't get around that. Like, yeah. there's nothing that Unless we Unless it was a stunt double the whole time, and he just, like, looked on disapprovingly from the side. Did you watch the deleted scenes or like the... Yeah, but all of the deleted scenes were from Double Team. The part when oh. uh, Dennis Rodman and um, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Damme are driving the Fiat and he has to open the sunroof so Dennis Rodman's head can stick out. That was that all was the deleted scenes. <laughs> all of them. It was that so, over and over. So when they were shooting the Italian job, they went and got <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman no, to they, shoot those scenes. They weren't fresh shoots. They were the cast of the movie watching that movie in the green room, but only that part the whole time for <laughs> inspiration in between takes. Why would they record that as part of the movie? I don't understand. <laughs> well, they weren't thinking that was going to be in there. So people knew their inspiration. Inspiration, but then they figured mysteries are better because they read Babysitter's Club before. <laughs> I like right. mysteries. I f- I feel like it was a good edit. <laughs> I feel like it was good for them to leave those out. Okay, so but if in the background featurette, if Mark Wahlberg was looking on disapprovingly of the stunt double driving the petroleum car, mm-hmm. then the it's stunt okay. double was also Mark Wahlberg because he's got split personalities. I don't understand this now. I'm not really. He's got split personalities. Wouldn't he still be culpable for driving the petroleum? No, because that's his other split personality, which is also named Mark. Ruffalo? Yeah. The not Hulk one. Not Hulk Mark Ruffalo. Yep. So the one who was in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yep, but the actor in it. Not his character. So the actor, not his character. (laughs) So it is the Mark Ruffalo that played a character in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. He is part of the universe that is the Italian job. Yeah, he's one of the personalities of Mark Wahlberg. Only one of the personalities of Mark Wahlberg. And he's also chasing himself. (laughs) (laughs) He's also the stunt double for Edward Norton. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I feel like this is needlessly complex. (laughs) I feel like they added a lot of extra layers that didn't really add to the to the story and the like emotional valence of the character uh, development. That's literally the only downside to the entire movie. You think? Is that they overcomplicated it? The overcomplication, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so otherwise it would have been a perfect movie. Yep. Otherwise it would have been perfect. Oh my god, we reached it. <laughs> so that's... Uh, that I think um, I'm going to give the Italian job, the remake, with uh, Mark Ruffalo and Janine Garofalo... I'm going to give that one 12 Lancaster Dodds out of 16 The Masters. Like the tennis tournament or like the the movie? Jerkoff movie. <laughs> the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so it's a reasonable score. <laughs> that sounds fair. So what's your score? I'm going to give them three copies of Buster Rhymes Extinction Level Event on Ooh. CD. Okay. But not with the original case. Oh, see, it was about to be your highest one yet, but it's it's lower no, than... No, they're just going to be in sleeves. It's lower than Catwoman. Was Catwoman the one you gave? No, it was Friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's lower than Friends, which is the highest score you've ever yep. given. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. So, having said that, that is going to be the end of this I loosely call it an episode. And, uh, and uh, uh, hope all is well. You want to say goodbye? Sure. Thanks. That was good. <laughs> I'll see you. Bye.